0: So tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. Christos Christ is born. Let us glorify him. This is Father Basil Malovany again. Hopefully, everyone is safe and healthy this uh, Christmas season. We've had a lot of snow here this week. I'm visiting some family in Saskatoon, and it's been tough going to the streets today. With so much snow and a lot of things going on, but that is life in Canada and Saskatchewan in the winter time. So today, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about our holy martyrs. You know, I've been doing um, this project starting uh, on January first where I'm going to put on our church um, Facebook site a little bit about the martyr of the day or the saint of the day. And most of the saints that we have in our church, a great majority of the saints are martyrs. And what is a martyr? Well, it's someone who has died, who was killed, for the Christian faith, for the Catholic faith. Um, so martyrs, uh, you know, we, we often think, well, you know, what do martyrs have to do with us today? You know, they lived, most of the martyrs lived hundreds or even thousands of years ago. And they, we might think, well, why Why do we have to learn about them? Why do we have to try to remember their, their difficult names? you know when uh it, it, i think it's because they teach us about how we as people of this earth have to have that faith that never ends you know it's easy to say we have faith when things are going well in our lives it's easy to say we have faith when Everything is is just so wonderful and things are going uh, beautifully for us. But when times get tough, do we still have that same faith? When we are uh, endangered, when we are threatened by other people, by uh, forces around us, do we have that same faith in Jesus Christ? These martyrs have taught us that it doesn't matter what's happening around us. It doesn't matter how people um think of us. When we have that faith in Christ, we have that faith right until the very last breath of our life, no matter how we die. So, you know, these martyrs that we... Um, commemorate just about every day in our church calendars for ordinary human beings like us. You know, we often think that people who are saints, people who are martyrs, must have been, you know, like angels. They were so perfect in life. They had no sinful uh, desires, they had no sinful thoughts. Well, that's not true at all. You know, anyone who is born. In this world, except of course for the Virgin Mary and Jesus, sinned in this life. You know, every single person had to deal with sinful desires, sinful thoughts. They had to overcome their addictions. They had to overcome their uh, their bad things that the devil tried to. Uh, make them do in order to disobey God, you know? So the saints were no different than us. And especially the martyrs too. The the martyrs, um, many of them had to overcome, um, you know, had to deal with, with things that we couldn't even imagine to deal with today. You know, having to um, leave their families and die for the faith having to leave their wives or children or their husbands and childrens at home or their parents or you know, their loved ones or their friends and they did this because they trusted that God was more important this to serve God was more important than than being popular in this world, you know, and, and this is this is pro- often the, the the problem that many people have. We want to be popular, you know. We want people to like us. We want um the people at our work to like us. The people, our our family, especially our spouses, our children, our parents. We want to be likable, and you know. There's nothing, um, wrong with wanting to be a good person in life. You know, when we are a good person, when we're serving God, we should be likable, you know? When we're doing the things that God has asked us to do, doing good in this world, avoiding evil, um, making sure that we are serving the needs of others, then, then that it's, it's natural to become likable to others when we are, when they see our Christian virtues come out of us. But there are going to be times in our life where we have to make choices, where we have to make um decisions that sometimes go against what society wants us to do, Uh even what our family, our spouses, our friends want us to do. You remember that gospel passage where you know, it's a very troubling passage for many people who read it. When when God says, you know, basically, you know, if you love your uh, uh husband or wife or children or mother or father or family more than me, you cannot be my follower. You know, basically that's how the gospel passage goes, if you remember the one I'm talking about. And many people say, well, how can we disown our family? How can we just leave our family behind? How can we, you know, uh, neglect our family, our friends, our loved ones in order to follow Jesus? Jesus is not saying so much that we have to uh, ignore our family or, or ignore our friends' needs. Being a Christian means we're going to serve our family as much as we serve the people around us. So every little aspect of our every little thing that we do for our family, for our, our spouse, for our children, for our parents, is is part of being a Christian. When we do those things that that are menial, you know, to to, to do the housework, to do the the to go to work every day to support our family, to uh, do all those little things every single day that's to love. that's the showing the love to our spouses to our friends to our to the people that that we support so Jesus is not saying to neglect them to not to to make to not make sure that they have uh you know uh, uh, enough clothing and food and shelter for their lives he's not saying that to 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 make them desolate? No, of course we're not going to do that. We wouldn't do that to uh, to a stranger. Why would we do that to our family member, right? But what he's saying is that there's going to be times in our life where we have to make choices, where we have to make a decision to say, okay, I'm going to do this particular action. I'm gonna. I can't agree with my family member on this part of the christian faith you know uh if 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 a family member is uh, is is is, uh going to try to get you to commit sin you know if they're trying to get you to commit to go against one of the commandments or ignoring the the church laws then this is what jesus is saying well are you going to love that family member more than me to, to disobey the commandments, to disobey the church laws? Or are you going to say, look, I love you, I respect you, I'm, I'm gonna make sure that I support you in every way, but I cannot do the sinful action. I cannot do what you want me to do because it goes against my conscience. It goes against my uh, my understanding of what God wants me to be in this world. And, and this is often what happened to the martyrs that we commemorate. The rest of the society around them were doing something that was unholy, that was unlawful to God's law. And even their family members might have joined society in doing that. And you know, we could we could talk about abortion. We could talk about euthanasia, we could talk about uh you know <laughs> contraception, uh all of these different things in the in the world today where society is saying, Well, we don't care what the church teaches, we don't care what the priest teaches, we're gonna do our own thing. We don't care what God says about that. See and, and 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 this is when we could say, okay, well, I love you, but I'm not going to do that. I am not going to do that action because it goes against God's commands for us. You know, so these martyrs usually, you know, some of them might have died or might have been killed um for not going with what society wanted them to do. Many times uh it happened that these martyrs were killed because they were they refused to bow down to idols you know in the roman times the romans were pagans so they worshiped these wooden or or uh our our uh iron statues are made out of whatever metals and they those those were the roman gods you know they they were they were not who we consider our god to be these were these were this, uh, figures made out of rock and stone. And so the, the Roman uh, uh, people wanted these Christians to bow down and worship these wooden or rock structures of these pagan gods. And many Christians refused to do this. And because of that, they were killed. They were martyred for the faith, you know. And you might say, well, that doesn't apply to us today. Well, maybe not to worshipping uh, what in our, our golden calf or idols. But think about our society today. Is there anything that society wants us to do that goes against our Christian values that we will be persecuted for if we refuse to, to listen to what society wants us to do, you know. Well, you might you have to think about that for a second, okay? What in society today is is ungodly, is unholy, is something that God does not want us to do, and yet most of society does it anyways. Think about it, you know. Um, I can give you some examples if you want me to. But you should think about it yourself. Is there anything that we are addicted to that that makes us unholy? Is there anything that we, uh, you know, society says, oh, you could, don't worry about what the church teaches. Don't worry about what the priests teach. You can do whatever you want anyways. It doesn't matter anymore. Things like that, you know. Are we bowing down to these godless things in society, and if we don't do those things, are we going to be ostracized by the rest of society for not doing that? You know. And no, I'm not t- talking about vaccines. That's a totally different issue. Uh, COVID vaccines are, are, you know, many people. Uh, unfortunately, that's a political issue right now. And you know, even as religious people, we have been many religious people have been approached by people who do not agree with the vaccines and want uh, us to give them uh, you know uh, uh, some kind of um, paper or, or letter saying that they could be exempt from these vaccines for religious issues. Well, no, it's not a religious issue uh in my opinion uh these vaccines are not have nothing to do with with what these martyrs in the past had to deal with because uh vaccines are a totally different story so let's not talk about that right now. But what we can talk about are things like okay, well um I've talked about this in my previous broadcasts materialism. Are we worshipping the things of this earth and not serving God the way we should, you know? When I was growing up, stores were not open on Sundays, you know? Now you can do whatever you want on Sundays. Sunday is not a holy day of obligation anymore for many people. They go to church when they want to, and they don't go to church when they want to, too. And that is against the commandment, you know? People don't think they're sinning against the commandment when they don't go to church. But yet that is a sin against the commandment. When when you, uh, unless you are sick, unless you are in an incident where you can't get to the church, you have no excuse not to attend the Sunday liturgy on Sunday, you know, or Saturday, if, whatever. Maybe you have no excuse for that, you know. And the rest of society is saying, well, you don't need to deal, you don't need to ha- uh, worry about that anymore. You can do whatever you want. And I said, no, that is unacceptable, you know. And what are the consequences when we refuse to um, accept society, what, what society says about this, you know? Uh, one of the consequences is that people now have to work on Sundays and holidays of obligation. And if they try to get that day off to go to church, you know, the companies are going to... I I, I wouldn't say the word punish, but they'll make their lives difficult, you know? So you see students, you see young people who want their their jobs, who are working on Sundays now because they, they want to... Get some extra money, so they work on weekends. They work on those days of holy days of obligation, and they're missing uh, learning about God.
1: You know,
0: this is what's happening in our society. So it's not it's not uh, martyrdom per se, but it is a little martyrdom because what what happens if they refuse to work those days? What happens if they don't refuse? If they refuse to work on the Sunday or those other days? Most often, they would lose their job. Are people willing to lose their jobs in order to serve God? It's pretty. It's a pretty interesting topic, you know. I don't know. I don't know if people are willing to lose their jobs in order to serve that what the church tells us to do. It's, It's hard. It's difficult, no doubt about it. Just like it was hard for those martyrs to not worship those wooden in statues that the Romans had are those golden statues. They lost their life because of it.
1: You know, you know,
0: we're not losing our lives because of not working on Sundays, but we might lose our jobs. We might lose our livelihood, our, 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 our income to support our families. Are we willing to do that? You know, so that's one example of, of a little martyrdom in our lives. You know, um, I could talk on and on and on and on about uh, these topics, about the different things that we are losing. Uh, Our society is unfortunately not as Christian as it was, you know, in past uh, decades. We are not so much a Christian society anymore. We are a minority in society right now. You know, we're going to become more and more of a minority and I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to scare anyone, but there will be a time, probably coming up very soon, where we will have to make the same choice those martyrs made back centuries before us, where we will have to choose to serve God or to serve society. You know, it will come. It might come down to it where we will we will um, be persecuted for living out our Christian faith. Are we ready to do that?
1: You know?
0: Just um, to end this topic today, it's interesting. When I was a very young seminarian, uh, in one of my first years of seminary when I was in Edmonton uh, going to St. Joseph's Seminary there for a couple years, and um uh, some of us new seminarians there had this conversation right there one night about martyrdom. You know, we, 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 we were this awe inspired by the stories of these martyrs who gave up their family, who gave up their possessions, who gave up their livelihood in order to serve God. And, and we had this little discussion. I remember saying, how would we in today's world, deal with those issues that those people had, those martyrs and saints had back then? Would we be able to give up the things of this world in order to serve God, even our very life, even our very physical life? Basically, what we were discussing when I was a young seminarian is, are we ready to die for the church. Are we ready to die for the faith? Very, very interesting. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, something to ponder in your life. Something to ponder as we continue to celebrate this Christmas season. God bless you and I will have another podcast in the very near future.